So unfortunately, uh, Takashi Six Nine is in, is going to be in jail. I heard. <laughs> I heard. What did he do? Racketeering, um, a bunch of gang activities, and being being uh, just affiliated. You know how they do. You know. So it's a sad, sad story for everybody. Um, our, is our, it our favorite clown? He was going to um, appear as Joker in. Um, the the uh this is why it's taking him so long because it's not factual um so wait he's he's like he's gone his life not for sh- not not yet but it's at least 25 years so a good while and his rap won't be the same anymore he won't i mean exist. like mumble no. rap won't be around so hopefully not <laughs> 25 years from now jesus if my kids are mumbling and rapping God, to, see, that would be em. even worse i'll pop them <laughs> that would be even worse <laughs> you young whippersnappers in this number he's just on hiatus until we have kids that sucks he's just prolonging his career <laughs> <laughs> he's on preserve right he's now. like yeah you guys don't like it so i'm gonna wait cryogenic hyper that sucks folic time chamber right now. well uh takashi uh takashi he used to be voiceovers in anime. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very positive episode of the APA Close Fist. A very uplifting episode. Hey, guys, this is going to be a nice, smooth, very positive. I think... Is, I think my host is still LJ. Is I'm LJ? Gonna, this is. I'm gonna talk like this. Dude. No, I'm not. Uh, hey, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very positive um, vibes going out, though. It is. It is. It is. Unfortunately, we have a few headlines that are not positive. You know, some some very negative, some very evil, some very some very malicious, straight up trolling, annoying headlines. Today. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not sure what's going on with this guy because uh, actually, he's someone I like. Well, a little bit more on that later. Uh, first, any games? Are you Nintendo Pokemon is out? Man, I'm poor. Damn, it's the holidays. No Pokemans, not right now. I feel. I mean, first off, it's just the same generation again, so I'm good. I'm not really tripping. Yeah, it's like Pokemon Yellow or some shit, right? Yeah, gold. I mean, (laughs) blue, red, gold. Yeah, it's all shit. All the same stuff. Uh, so I really don't not tripping. I have actually not been playing Pokemon Go as much as I should. Do? because you've been playing jurassic you're damn right <laughs> you're so right um literally when i'm out now i play jurassic world man it's wow. not even funny okay uh, man so, i mean i'm still playing harry potter but you know red dead i'm waiting for online you know it's supposed to be in like two weeks now right they say at the end of the month the 30th well there's some black friday hope for young ronnell i heard and i'm excited <laughs> yeah. i was tr- you know we didn't talk about that last week we I'm literally the, talked about it. The Black Friday deal stuff. Yeah, huh? we didn't give them any this deals. This is true. I'm sorry. So, well, guys, it's over. Yeah, no, it's definitely I hope too you late guys now. got some uh, <laughs> good stuff. Definitely too late now. I mean, $200 PlayStations, you, you can't beat that. Yeah, if you guys didn't hear about it, that, I don't, I mean, I don't know why I'm you sorry. relied on us. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Should, you definitely should have heard about that. Yeah. It's um, an insane deal. But anyway, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I. I want Pokemon. I want, I want Bread Dead Redemption. I Do you really that. want Pokemon? Okay, yeah. Let me let me rephrase. Let me let me bring it back a little bit. All right, let me bring it back. I would be interested in coming over and watching you playing Pokemon for like the first thirty minutes before we start recording. That's that's about as far as I'll go. Um, if I buy, let's go Eevee or Pikachu. It's solely for the ball to play Go, and mm. Adrian's gonna. I'm gonna force her to play. 
the campaign. Has she played a Pokemon? Like She's a, never a played po- a Pokemon game. Interesting. Is this a good introduction? Do you think so? It's the perfect. Interesting. That's a good question. Yeah, um, it's tough. Yeah, because she she's been introduced to the the world already. Right. So her, for her to play the story and know certain things, True. she'd probably be like, "Ah, look, it's the you know okay, the okay. stuff." I mean, that will work too, especially if you got the, if you think about the people that are working backwards in this Pokemon stuff. By backwards, I mean Pokemon Go and then Pokemon the movie, right? And now you know the game, or maybe next time, whenever the next game comes out, for sure, you got people and be like, "Ooh, this is that Pokemon I seen on that." Correct, on that and they're movie. so excited. <laughs> and they're like, it's Which cute. is cool. Pokemon is gonna last forever. Shouts out to them. I hope it does. I, I would like to too. feel cool when you know young kids come up to me and say, "You don't know what Pokemon, yeah, right. bro." Number one, I definitely know what Pokemon is. Do you know what number one is? The number for the very first Pokemon. Yes. No, well, not created like in the Pokedex. Number one. Um, it's Bulbasaur. Yep, <laughs> I was gonna guess that. No, you were not. I was. I was okay. gonna guess Bulbasaur. I was gonna guess Charmander because he's the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know who else is the coolest? Who's that? Nobody. Um, okay. You, you know who's the worst? <laughs> okay. <laughs> horrible segue. The worst I'm gonna guess segue. Bill Maher. Exactly. Speaking of horrible, um, so he, if you haven't heard about this douchebag. You probably have. Oh, jeez. You probably have. You've heard about the douche. Um, now, look, before we get into what he's done so horribly, we need to talk a little positively about who he is. Positive. You do that part. All right. <laughs> I'll do that. See, look, you can't even talk positive. Your body is like, you lying. <laughs> Ain't nothing from the Damn, I can't, huh? Your body was like, you're lying. That sucks. Well, anyway, he works for CNN. He, uh, he does some commentation on like the news. He's like a comic. Kind of. Kind of. So yeah, you can't even say it because he's, he's a failed comic, man. You, you can't lie to the people. You can't lie. To, he's a failed comic turned social You're being commentary. you very negative. This is what he is. Uh, oh, he's God. a failed comic turned social commentary, political, not even, I don't want to say a commentator, just a political freaking instigator um, who has some views and some strong views. You probably heard him from his religious views being uh basically calling religion a joke which is just you know a lot of people's uh sentiment uh but he wrote a whole book on it i think a documentary i believe and uh yeah ever since then he's just like oh my name's out there from this huge terrible you know i would say terrible because there's people who believe it but they're for this whole controversy so for sure more controversy it is and his latest his latest controversy <laughs> involves the greatest most positive man quite possibly to ever walk the face of the earth bring so much positivity joy and enjoyment to an uncountable number of people uh and affected outrageous amounts of lives in the, the best way possible uh bringing joy imagination you know and happiness uh mr stan lee who just passed away and of course as he passed away the instigating fire maker known as mr bill decided to uh kind of smash and, and destroy everything that he kind of lived for and his uh his creations and obviously his his millions and millions of fans yeah that's he, what bill does yep that's what he does he smashes all the hopes and dreams of everyone who loves things yeah so it's tough because first off obviously he's kind of doing it so that we can talk about him right I mean, is that why he did it? I or did he really it. believe in... I can't believe that he really believes it. I, I refuse to believe it. I don't think that he believes what he said. Um, because it just doesn't really make too much sense. 
And plus, I mean, so then that's why. So I, it's hard cause, because one end, he obviously just kind of saying this to start a fire, get people to talk about him, you know, a little bit of instigating. And it's working. Obviously, we're talking about him. Um, but at the same time, we're just kind of talking about him because he's popular, you know, because he's the topic. So it's like we're feeding each other anyway. So he just kind of saying it so that we could talk about him. Um, I don't believe that's the case. Really? Uh, you think he believes these I things? I think he really believes that. I mean, when you listen to him talk, even though you're right, he's he's a douche. Um, I, when he talks, sometimes it's political. And that's usually when I like to listen to him. It's political. I don't like listening to, of course, religion. I don't like listening to, um, about poverty or anything. He has like his own opinion about. It's the right. facts about politics sometimes yeah um and usually this in this category i'm gonna put that in it's not a politic obviously you know what i mean this is not for him to be in the news this is he's not running for a campaign he's not looking for the attention he has the attention he has his own show True. so the reason i'm saying it, i don't feel like it that it was that and it was just one of his opinions that he be having uh he's so ready to say whatever he feels like when he wants to say it. True. no one told him maybe not you know what I mean? Right. And even right. if they told him maybe not, he would have maybe second guessed it. I'm pretty sure he thinks about sometimes what, like, if you are an atheist, you that's something you believe in. It's just like a religion. Right. If you're Christian, you're not going to believe in Buddhism. That's just kind of how it goes. But no, yeah, you can't sure. tell me nothing. Right. And in that sense, why would they tell him anything and him believe it? I dig it. But if you have some opinion on comics, like, yeah, this is the country we live in, comics and Trump and what we're going to get into and say exactly what he talked about. Um, I feel like that's an opinion because it's just like if someone says Trump's opinions are great and Bill Maher's opinion is actually great. I feel it. Either I way it. you're tripping because that's how you feel about it. You know I what I mean? It. So he just speak, you think he's just speaking his mind. It's, yeah. And it's out his ass, but it's, <laughs> he's definitely speaking his ass mind. I feel it. I feel it. Um, you know what? And that, that may be the case. It may be a little bit of truth in what, he is saying i believe he may maybe over exaggerating of course um but i think there is definitely truth in him believing that uh maybe we shouldn't be caring about comics i think i mean i think that's what his goal was to say maybe i think his his ultimate goal um was to say that we should be caring about other things i guess or that america is so unfocused um and this is how we we get people like trump to be president because we're so focused and caring about things that he believes doesn't really matter, which is, which is, which is weird to me. So basically, and it, not that to be a zombie, but he wants everyone to not have fun. Exactly. Basically, exactly. here's, here's the first thing. Comics, when they were created, were a, something to made for excuse me something to made something made for children it was made for them to be entertained it was something to give to your kids so you don't have to be bothered by them um that's what it was made for it wasn't made for the adults at all that's why back in the day it was for children you know what i mean it was not appropriate for adults you know what i mean right maybe a few teens maybe a few adults the quote weirdos were into it but it was children as we grew up or they grew up rather uh, they wanted to be the artist. They wanted to do more comics. They lived it, you know? They, yeah, the, the art starts to expand. So that's what happened, and it kept going, it kept going. So for us, again, that's the same thing. We're not oblivious to today's news. We're not oblivious of what's going on and stuff. But you and I, for sure, are one of couple of the few that actually do both. We are in a world of sports. We are in a world of of nerd stuff right for sure in a world of politics for sure and we know what we're talking about but then there's some people 
who and he and on the other hand i'm pretty sure he when he was younger had comics but he was one of those who grew up oh you have to grow up comics are for kids you leave that in the past etc etc you know and since he moved on now he's like this is the world we live in now that some of you who haven't done what i've done don't do this you have to go and you know be blah 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 and now trump's in the office because you don't care and yeah so it's it's i believe that he was definitely kind of speaking what he believes to be us again like i said not really caring but here is um i'm trying to pull up exactly what he said you know what never mind enough of what bill said like i said in the beginning of the episode this is going to be a positive episode okay so we're just going to jump ahead to what stan lee's company pal said in response okay let's hear because that's more important of course this positivity mr mayor Comic books, like all literature, are storytelling devices. When written well by great creators such as Stanley, they make us feel, make us think, and teach us lessons that hopefully make us better human beings. One lesson Stan taught us, taught so many of us, was tolerance and respect. And thanks to that message, we are grateful that we can say you have a right to your opinion that comics are childish and unsophisticated. Many said that same about Dickens, Steinbeck, Melville, and even... Shakespeare. But to say that Stan merely inspired people to watch a movie is, in our opinion, frankly disgusting. Countless people can attest to how Stan inspired them to read, taught them that the world is not made up of absolutes, that heroes can have flaws and even villains can show humanity within their souls. He gave us the X-Men, Black Panther, Spider-Man, and many other heroes and stories that offered offered hope to those who felt different and bullied while inspiring countless to be creative and dream of great things to come. Touche. These are but a few things we, the fans of Stan Lee, also consider adulting, quote unquote. Because life both as a child and grown up can indeed be a struggle. Stan is the author of millions of happy childhood memories and provider of so many of the positive tools of adulthood. Our shock at your comments make us want to say enough said bill but instead we will rely on another of stanley's lessons to remind you that you have a powerful platform so please remember with great power there must also come great responsibility was that, it? That, okay. that was it <laughs> the end drops mic drops pin presses enter send post share to all social media <laughs> i mean yeah dude it- in order to keep the peace, of course, there there's probably a little bit more that they could have said angrily. They probably know? wanted to say, but you know, obviously, in the 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 whole aspect of his memory, the whole positivity, mm-hmm. uh, not to ex- accept this negativity coming to exactly them is the is the right way to go. Exactly, they're not going to feed the the fire with more right. more fuel. There, there you know, why take that route when you just kind of cool it down a little bit it. with some positivity? There it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that is that and the rest of our of our episode will be even more positive because we have one of the greatest guys I have had the honor of speaking he's just he literally makes you happy like <laughs> just speaking <laughs> to him uh, he's an awesome guy he does some of the best he's Superman he he literally is Superman he is Superman unfortunately uh, not really unfortunately we he lives in a completely different time zone so we rec- re- pre-recorded this message or this interview so we will uh, like hard cut on over and that will be the rest of the episode so tune in for the second half with AB Close Fist with Mr. Jonathan
All right, man. Um, today we have a very special guest. Um, he is a bird. He's a plane. No, <laughs> he is Superman. That was pretty good. Uh, he is the best Superman that I've ever seen by far. For I sure. love it. Um, I remember seeing him randomly on on Twitter, and I thought it was just kind of a one off thing. I thought it was just one guy who just um, just randomly did it one day right. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I just I kind of like creeped this page a little bit. You know, I was, I was kind of looking through it, and I just seen that he had picture after picture, different environments, different poses and it's ridiculous and it is absolutely amazing it's great it's safe to say that i'm in love and i'm gonna just get this out the way right now i actually hate superman really yeah Uh oh anyway <laughs> uh yeah anyway this is uh by the name he goes by the name of uh mr jonathan mr superman mr black clark kent how you doing brother the, no it's the dark clark kent hey, hey. The dark clark kent. i like it i like it a lot so, I mean, let's start off with the basic question. I mean, Superman, everyone knows. He was sure. someone that everyone can gravita- gravitate to. Um, we understand the cause for Superman. He's like peace on Earth and everything. For sure. Is that just the main reason why you went with Superman? Or is there another reason why it touched you? Or for that reason? Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, and, dude. Uh, Honestly, we, he reached out to us. And this was a long time ago. And sure. we've been trying to get him on the show for... Yeah. We wanted a special time for him to come on, <laughs> exactly. not just when no one would listen to the episode. So thank you <laughs> for coming on the show. You're welcome. So basically, Superman to me just means it's it's more of the ideal of Superman that I gravitated towards. The ideal of hope, the, you know, always try to be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Something to try to aspire to, to be as a better person. And that's the main reason why I like Superman. And so I pretty much wear the suit and everything just to kind of remind people to try to always be a better version of themselves when they can. Okay. That is absolutely amazing. I love it. I love it. So uh, just for the people, again, who don't necessarily know what it is that you, you know, you do or what we're necessarily talking about. I mean, what, what, what happens? What do you do? Do you, do you just wear the costume? Do you go out? Do you talk to people? You, uh, is it for photography? Is it for video? What is it that you do? All right. Well, first off, I do photography as a hobby and kind of pretty creative person, I would say. And so I've always okay. wanted to find okay. a way to express the whole Superman ideal with my creativity. Now, before Man of Steel came out, I didn't really care for the Christopher Reeves or, you know, the other suits because I thought it was mm-hmm. not something that I could get behind wearing. So I pretty much used to mm-hmm. wear a sweatshirt and a cape. And then Man of Steel came Dang. out and I saw that too and I was like, oh, dang, I need to get that one because that one looks pretty <laughs> it's, Your suit is absolutely amazing. It's on point. I really do like your suit a lot. And like I said, I am a very tough person to persuade when it comes to Superman but I really do like your suit and it, it, it pops. So where did you even get that made? Like, where did you get that from? Uh, I found a guy off of Etsy actually that, that made it custom made. It. What? Yeah, <laughs> it was like 1500 bucks. I believe you. It's, it looks legit on point movie status. Absolutely. So, I mean, worth every penny for sure. Yep. So then after that, uh, I found, well, that came out in 2013, but I didn't find the guy until, uh, around December 2016 
So, oh wow! Before then, I would just practice like my levitation photos with wearing like a Superman shirt with a cape or a sweatshirt with a cape, just kind of gearing up towards mm. what I really wanted to do with it. But when I was in Seattle okay. with it, pretty much, you know, honestly, to me, that's not even like a costume or a suit. I mean, I could it, to me that's I feel like I'm wearing normal clothes with it. So. I, I right. go out in bars or go grocery shopping. Yes, it's nice. whenever I can, you know, run errands. I'll put it on because I like That's one, I dog, like man. how I look in it, and two, I like how I feel when I'm wearing it and to see the reaction. Absolutely, everybody. absolutely. You know, it's funny because you know how there's YouTubers and bloggers and people, and they'll walk around taking selfies or like video blogging. You know. And you can right, tell walking sure. down the street that that's what somebody's doing. Well, I mean, it confuses the right. hell out of people when they see me and I'm just, <laughs> you know, walking around, not doing groceries myself yeah. on my phone or anything. And they're just like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, I know Seattle is a pretty vibrant place, but what, what sort of what sort of reactions do you get? Like and who usually are these reactions from? Uh, they've come from all kinds. You know, I. From people just stopping dead in their tracks and looking at me, you know, cars honking their horns, you know, shouting Superman, you know, saying, hey, and, right. you know, I haven't really had, I've had a couple of negative things, but it's more or so really positive when people see me just out in the middle of the day wearing that, because it just kind of strikes them like, you know, it's totally just caught off guard. And even though Seattle is <laughs> right. Seattle, it's still pretty random to see somebody wearing that just out for no reason you know right so, for sure so do do you feel like it's a cosplay do you feel like you're cosplaying now that since it's this is your role this is who you are do you feel like it's cosplay anymore or do you feel like this is not your duty but you know do you feel like this is something you need to do yeah, just what you do yeah it's just a part of you now or uh to answer your question i don't feel like i'm cosplaying in it but okay. to define that more, it's more so that, like, the symbol and everything has, it's just always been, like, a way for me to try to inspire people. And so Absolutely. the suit is actually an outward platform for me to inspire people. Before the suit, I mean, I, I've always been me. And... You know, right, nobody right, right. would give a damn about that because, except for my friends and family that know how I actually am, and they know, suit for or sure. no suit, my attitude is the same. But to Don't. reach more people right. and to share and try to inspire people, the suit is the platform that I use to reach Absolutely. more people. So I don't really consider it. I mean, I know by definition what I'm doing today is, you know, cosplay because it's it's technically a costume and stuff like that. But um, right. for me, it just means more of finding a way to reach and inspire people to be a better version of themselves as well as with myself. You know, when I'm wearing that thing, I'm not generally an asshole. Like I could be when I'm not wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's actually what I was wondering too. So I know that uh, there are some instances where, any any anyone would kind of put on a uniform or uh, a suit, probably literally a suit, mm -hmm. and you know they kind of act a little differently, right? They kind of have to live up to whatever it is they're wearing. Rather, if you're at work and you're wearing a right. badge, and you kind of got to live up to that, mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is. Do you feel like you do generally um, 
since it is such a iconic character and such a, a hopeful and just positive and peaceful character, do you believe that you sometimes live up to the suit? Like change your mindset for the suit sometimes? I do, but I also think it's something that I'm always striving to 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 be. I mean, I know that's never because nobody ever is going to be perfect, you know. But for, for sure. me, it's something to always continually strive to set an example and to be. You know, I heard this quote a long, long, long. Well, somebody told me this a long time ago, maybe like 15 years or so. And it went a little something like, if you just put in like 10% more of an effort with things, you'll be 90% better than most people at certain things. Because nobody mm-hmm. likes to put in, just a, no matter what it could be, it could be at work, you know, it's, it could be as simple as something falling off a shelf and you just pick it up and put it back on, you know, and the next person behind you could be like, why would you do that? That's not your job. Or it could just be something right. as simple as, you know, choosing to give compliments to people either online or in real life or just going out of the extra way, giving a little tiny 10% better to make somebody else feel a bit better about themselves or to do something goes a really, really, really long way. For sure. So it's like paying it forward. It. Yeah, for sure. Paying it forward. Yeah. And so I think that's a concept a lot of people, especially... Well, I shouldn't say especially now because it's it's more so always been that way. But I think I I think I say especially now because technology and social media exposes us a lot more now. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. to not do that, and so it's absolutely yeah. I just trying to be a reminder more to myself and other people to you know I want to inspire more people than actually what I would get out of it myself. For example, that's, somebody that's cool. I mean, look. sent me like a mock-up of a sticker with like a cartoon drawing of me today, actually. Um, that says like, <laughs> really? be super, and it looks really nice. But on the sticker was my name on it. And I, I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I understand the value of self-promotion and everything, and I, I really, really get it. But if you don't mind, can you take my name off of there? And he's like a little confused. And I'm like, well, I mean, how would people find you if your name right. is on it? You know? <laughs> how would they know it's you? Yeah, but I'm like, that's the point. Like, I don't want somebody to read that and see, and see the whole be you, be super, and then they see my name and think like, of oh, you. Well, this guy's just trying to, you know, do something. I that's right, what I'm right. trying to. I do. hear that. I just the main takeaway of it is the message of what it is, as opposed to just me. You know what I mean? That's. That's honestly amazing. Like the, the fact that you're willing to do bringing the hope and kind of change your environment and everyone around you and kind of not take credit for it is beyond me. It's definitely <laughs> something. It's beyond me. <laughs> it takes a, a, a very special type of person to do something like that. That is really cool. Well, it's, mean, it's dope. It's amazing. I'm this a little bit too. I'm doing this because I, I want to be more effective in the long run. You know what I mean? So... All this stuff now, and me not taking credit for things and sharing what I mean with that photography and stuff that I do and Photoshop and stuff like that, I, I let people know all the time, you know, stuff that I'm doing or tips and tricks and right. like, you know, how do I take these photos and how do I edit it so well, as opposed to the other people that are just like, I can't tell you my secrets. If you do this, you're going to make something like me and then I won't be popular anymore right. and you're going to take all the fame. And right, right. 
so I say that to say that my my goal is long term, especially now. I a hundred percent believe that um, screen time is becoming more and more important than none. And by that I mean, if you were to ask me, like, damn, how did you take that levitation shot? It's dope. If I were to say something like, "Oh, I can't tell you," or like, you know, just send like a you know a winky smiley face back, like, haha, you know, you'd be like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But if I were to for tell sure. you how I did it, chances of you likely to keep looking at what I'm doing because you know that I would share information with you goes up a lot higher and in the long run that's what people you know that are in this industry for to get attention and you know be influence or stuff like that that's what counts in the long run is type of following you have and i'm Mm -hmm. trying to build something for myself so i don't want to just be in the now with i just want credit for 15 minutes now because in the long term, right. I want more people to pay attention for me as me, as opposed to what I just do or don't do, if that makes sense. Absolutely. No, that definitely makes sense. You you have a mission, and you don't want it to be diminished in 15 minutes. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have a mission, and you have a very specific way of going about it. But look, since you kept honestly mentioning the levitation, I was like hesitant to ask you about that. But uh, now that you let me know that you are... Of, willing to give away your tips and tricks how the hell do you do that because it looks amazing and i've seen a lot of people kind of do it but i i do think that yours is absolutely some of the best that i've seen oh thank you well first thing uh the type of camera i have so i i bought a canon 6d and at the time that was like one of the first cameras with wi-fi and it connects mm-hmm. to your phone as an app as a remote shutter so i literally when i'm taking you because those are all pretty much self-portraits there's really randomly right. that I work with somebody to take photos. And so I'll set my nice. camera up on a tripod and I'll get my phone. I'll connect my phone to my camera and I'll see myself on my phone. And then I'll set a tell self timer and check my phone right. behind the S in my suit. So you won't be able to see it. And then I'll literally right, count right, out right. the 10 seconds for the self timer and time it and jump to where I think I'll be in position when the, Shutter goes off. Nice. Brilliant. Yeah. So <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've literally done this for a really long time. So I'm getting to the point now where it takes me like four or five times. But, you know, yeah. when I first started, I could literally go through for like an hour trying to get one shot. And then, so that's um, the technical. I can imagine. Of it. Now, to, the way that I look right. so relaxed is because I just had to learn how to not jump with my shoulders you know a lot of people they jump up and they put their shoulders forward because they're using their their uh upper body you know well that makes you look like your strain so if you jump and you don't use your shoulders or tinge up your shoulders you'll look relaxed like 80% of the time interesting interesting All right, pretty cool you got the you got the know how man how long have you been doing this Uh, well I got my camera in 2000 and 2010 and I started taking like levitation shots around 2012-ish so I've been practicing those shots for like dang it's been six years now yeah that's quite some time yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> speaking about all this creativity um, you have a lot of I mean I don't want to call it fan work now but a lot of people send you a lot of work and I dig the work that you get in 
And the most uh, notable for one for me is your Funko Pop. You have a a pop, man. That it's it's amazing too. It looks dead on. It like looks pretty dope. Yeah, that you have, and you have two <laughs> variants. You have one taking a shirt off and everything. It's great. Oh, is you. is there anything you want to? Is there anything you want to do with that? Like maybe I don't know. I don't want to call it a museum. <laughs> like, what, what do you do with the work that people come in? Do you kind of just like you know snap it, share it with the world, and kind of have like a vault somewhere, <laughs> or do you have it displayed around the house? Because me personally, if someone mixing making For a sure. pop of me, <laughs> I have it displayed out in the glass, everything. Uh, but I get the vibe that you're not that person at all. So right. I know that's not what you're doing. So well, what honestly, is it that you do with all this I fabulous work? Pop myself. Did you? Oh oh my God. That's tight. (laughs) So what did you do? You know, before you tell me, which is, it looks like a Killmonger head on top of a a Superman pop. Is that all you did? Or did did. you full out clay? That is all. I went and found Killmonger, right? But the vinyl pops, uh they're all super glued really hard. So the trick is, you got to get some boiling water and dump it upside down the head part in the boiling water. Mm -hmm. That loosens the glue. I know. And then you just uh, take the head off, and I put it on the Superman body. But then the problem I had was the hands and the neck. So I went to right. like one of those uh, game places, you know, where you could sit and play Dungeons and Dragons and paint all these characters and stuff. Uh, and I just uh-huh, sat right. there for probably a good thirty minutes trying to figure out which brown matched the Killmonger, and then just bought a brush mm-hmm. and painted it to match the head, and that's all I did. Nice. There it is. You're amazing. That's for you. You're very good, creative, man. man. I was looking at it and Crafty. I was like, I was telling him, like, this is amazing. I wonder who made this. And yeah. then I started looking deeper and I was like, this looks like a Killmonger head. Nice. And that's, you have a great sense to see that. It's, that's it's amazing. Crafty. That's really tight. And then also, speaking of creativity, I saw that you just started, I mean, your own little podcast. It's the Positive Vibes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I so, see that you have a mission. What's up with yeah, that? Yeah. So that one is. That one basically was a little bit more for me and uh, trying to get myself to start off the day in a positive mood, you know. And then they came out with that mm-hmm. Anchor app. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I might as well just make it into a podcast. So every day when I get up, I'll, you know, go on Pinterest or go online and look up different quotes and whatever one hits me the most, I'll just record like 30 seconds or a minute or so talking to myself or to you know the audience about it and then that's it like so it literally takes me like two or three minutes a day but it helps me not start off the day in like a bad attitude if i start off Mm -hmm. the day looking at positivity and what i could share to bring well you know to inspire people then that's what so that's basically how that whole thing came about and that anchor that's what's up man super easy to do so there was really no excuse i literally and there have been times where i literally like to make myself do it because i've been starting it since april or may and every day yeah so it's literally been like 200 i think today was like 212th one i've done so whatever i've actually i I went back and looked (laughs) yeah it's and and i actually listened to almost all of them and because obviously it's so easy to do and they're all great. Literally, it, go, it can go from 10 seconds to 40 seconds to, like you said, a minute. And I, I think because I'm able to just listen to it real right. quick, it's something that I want to do every mm-hmm. day, you know? Yeah. Um, 
even though people who should still listen to our podcast, um, it's a long time, you know, just to sit sure. there and dedicate your 45 minutes or an yeah. hour to whatever sure. people just talking. And it's so easy to just get that good vibe nice right in the morning That's good. and someone who actually means it. And it's right. not just some, no. Oh, look what I found. No, it's actually, this means this and why I understand this and why it can correlate to you. Interesting. And it's amazing what you're doing. PVP is what I want to call it. Cause, uh, you know, player versus player, but right. it's positivity vibes podcast. Oh, PVP. That's pretty. Good. I'm pretty sure he doesn't call it that. But I'm going <laughs> to call it that. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, so you clearly have a, um, a type of zen or like positivity to you that Definitely. can even feel obviously through uh, through the phone. As, as corny as that sounds. But, <laughs> so what what sort of like tips or what sort of uh, like mindset or anything that you do to just kind of help you stay, stay so positive? positive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I don't really watch the news that much, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. I was never really up on current events as, as bad as that kind of sounds. It wasn't until Twitter that I actually started figuring out more and more what was going on in the world around me. But basically, um, you know, and this comes from something a long time ago, I, I like to read a bunch of books like How to Win Friends and Influence People and you know, all these positivity books. I, I used to read those when I was like 12 or 13. And that stuff was just okay. always kind of stuck with with me. And then, um, I don't know, you, we all know people that live life kind of on the negative aspect of things. And then we know people that sure. live life on the other side of the spectrum. And growing up, I've just always thought like, you know, why would I want to get myself worked up and upset over things? You know, and it's just, it just all comes through the lessons I've had growing up. You know, I've, my first, my very first career job, I was a policeman. I, I quit that and I really? started bartending. Interesting. And then I quit that and I started working for the railroad. And then I quit that and really? I started working, washing dishes. And then now I'm working for the railroad again. I mean, like, and that's only five things. I've done a lot of different stuff, just moving around and everything. And really? that just all, so all this mindset and things is just, me realizing that you know the stuff that you were said about now unless you like write it down or journal it journal it in a month or a year you you won't remember and like you just won't remember you could have like the worst no, terrible sure. day you know like prior to a relative or a friend dying because you always remember that obviously mm-hmm. but you know if there's something work related or something going on and you just hate life over something quote unquote what you would deem petty you realize in like a year mm-hmm. or even in a couple of months or a week, you really don't remember it. And so sure. one of the things I guess the main thing that I always try to learn when I do get upset about something is that I'm probably not going to remember this in a week and let alone, you know, a whole year. So why am I letting that affect my attitude today? And that's kind of something I always judge, judge my attitude on. If I find myself getting upset with something, That's dope, man. Yeah, that's, no, that, that's really deep. I was thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he, you both had us both in like a thought, real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, that's amazing, dude. You, you're doing a lot of positive things, obviously, with the, the podcast and just being a a hope for the community that you are seeing. And I'm pretty sure, eventually, like you said, your bigger mission, you're going to get out there. Uh, more people are going to see you, even if it's not just for the exposure of exposure of you. It's going to be the exposure of this mission. And I think it's a dope mission for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have like, what is uh, some of your like ultimate goals or just some of the, your next big uh, ideas or anything that you have in mind for us? Uh, 
Well, I I like traveling a lot. So, you know, I want to be able to travel around and wear the suit and take photos. That's like the main, that's all I really want to do. But to do that, I need mm-hmm. to make residual income. So that's pretty much what I'm For working sure. on. And luckily with the day and age that we live in now, I mean, I, even though I know it's not easy because I say this now and it could be 10 or 15 years before something actually happens where I can make residual off of, but we live in a day and age now where, you know, a lot of hard work, you could do stuff just through your phone and make money to be able to do that type of thing. So absolutely, long-term goal is just so I could travel around and take photos and wear the suit when I would like to and just kind of create stuff and put in all the work I need on online or in real life going to events and things like that but um i'm just really i just really decided to stop well so what made me really start this in the first place was and i lived in texas for four years and i was a conductor for the railroad there it was really great money like Mm -hmm. the second year i worked there i made a hundred thousand dollars that year but i had no time literally like one of the one right. month I worked 17 days in a row and that was you know Damn. max I've worked you know up to 10, 11, 12 always working always 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 and I didn't like it because it didn't give me time right. to be creative with my stuff but I did it anyway mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was a good job you know right. so I'm swiping through Tinder one day and I matched with some chick and we start talking and we plan to go on a date so I go driving to go pick her up and I don't know if you guys have ever been to Texas, but the Texas drivers over there are the worst because there's really no, really? there's really no curves on all the roads because it's just so uh, big and flat. So when everybody goes super fast and then if something, mm. somebody slows down, it's just a whole big trickling effect. Everybody just slams on their brakes, right? So I'm uh, driving like 6 p.m. going 60, 70 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, these cars just start slamming their brakes in front of me. So I slam on my brake and veer to the left. And I completely do a 180 on the freeway across four lanes. And I land within literally like two inches of the median on the freeway without hitting not a single thing. And I was just like, crap. I literally could not move for like two or three minutes until the police, the police had to come and swerve and shut down the freeway just so I could do a U-turn off the freeway again and then get off the off-ramp because I was totally facing the other direction. That's insane. And then, so that happened in August and my lease was up in November of 2016. And that's when I was like, you know what? I could have just died for one, I could have just died in Texas. I'm from California, so I really didn't want that to happen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for sure. So, like, I could have just died not doing what I really felt like I should be doing on this earth to, you know, try to inspire people and just, you know, live. But even inspiring aside, we all know how it feels to live a life that we feel like we're not living. You know what I mean? So that right. was a big wake-up call for me. So, I didn't renew my lease, and then I went to my job in November when my lease was up, and I just walked in and I quit. Uh, and then Damn. I bu- pretty much bought a van that I found off of Offer Up. This was all super cool. <laughs> okay. and I put everything in that van that I wanted and threw everything else or gave it away, and then I drove out to Seattle with the goal in mind to start the Superman thing. Now, I picked 
Seattle because it's part of the Pacific Northwest, right? So I wanted, I knew I wanted to go with all right. the scenery. Because you know how you see all these Instagrams of all these beautiful photos of people, you know, and all right. that stuff. So exactly. I knew I wanted to do that, but in the Superman suit, because I knew that hasn't been done yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Seattle. And, and I, it. So that's why I picked Seattle. It's definitely... Huh? I was saying, it's just safe to say that freaking Seattle is the a great place for freaking Superman in the scenery. I didn't think that that would be true, but just Superman looks so good over there in Seattle. No, thank you. Yeah, it, it really, really worked out. So then that's how I went from pretty much quitting that job, working for a union for the railroad. And I went and lived in a van for a year and a half in Seattle, washing dishes, just pay for gas money to drive around and take photos and I lived in the van for a year and a half and now I got tired of living in the van and I wanted to actually uh, you know sleep in a bed again and stuff so I was like I need to figure out what's out there so I updated my resume put it online and literally two days later I got a company from a railroad that hires independent contractors like, hey, we have wow. this job in Montana if you want to come over here and we'll pay for your lodging. So I'm like, well, okay, sweet. So I did that and drove from Seattle to Montana this July, and I'm over here now uh, working That's for this amazing. company with free lodging while I'm here. <laughs> wow. The cause is real. Yeah. I am down for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Uh that, I mean, that's great. Uh, we're going to get ready to get get you out of here. But I also seen that you uh, you got a little Twitch going on there too. Yeah, you know, what kind of what kind of games and stuff? Yeah, you play there? I mean, that's not. I don't really plan on doing anything with that. I just, I you know, I figured like you might as why not? You know, I could play video games yeah. all day, but you know, I might as well broadcast it while I play the game. If I, you know, that's if I sure. could, you know what I mean? It, it all goes back to say this whole day and age that we have where we could do something if we wanted sure. to. So that's the only why I For started sure. the Twitch. But basically it was because I'm probably going to play Kingdom Hearts 3 five days in a row until I beat it and Twitch like the whole thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, the more positivity you can send over to the video game war, I'm 100%. For sure, because that's the whole thing. We want these blurs out here to, well, for sure. to to know that we're here. We're an actual community, Absolutely. Um, and it's not even just the blurs. This whole positivity for everything in the video game, and not just the cosplay. Because I know that's not what you're calling yeah. it, but it's definitely something that the cosplayers would you know gravitate towards you because sure. of the suit. And it's for just sure. that message and that positivity that you have, man. I, I can't express how great and grateful I am for it. For sure. No, I mean, the positivity alone, everybody will definitely like start to to navigate toward and gravitate toward. Hopefully. Uh, so, what other type of stuff, uh, just before we get you out of here, is there anything that you, uh, where you can like, follow you or look at some of your photography or can people book you or anything like that? Uh, my Just my name. My name is, you know, if you type in Jonathan Bell online, you'll find you'll see me in the suit. Just J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-B-E-L-L-E. I'm pretty much on everything, so if whoever wants to type nice. that in, they could figure they'll find me on online. Just type it in Google. There it is, man. Google me, Jonathan Bell. <laughs> um, you've been <laughs> you've been great, man. Honestly, uh, just keep up the good work. I know you are, and I am 100 percent for the cause. Well, thank you. I really Thanks appreciate for, uh, you having me on the show. Absolutely, man. Thanks a lot for coming through. Yeah, again, appreciate you for pre- reaching out to us. Uh, again, when he reached out to us, it was like episode two, guys. <laughs> He's been legit 
with us from the beginning and this has been a long time coming so we appreciate it jonathan and uh Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 8-Bit Close. We are so grateful to everyone for your continuous love and support. If you want to see us expand, head to our website at 8BitCloseFist.com. Hit up our Twitter or Instagram or check out our Patreon. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode. We are your hosts, Ronell and LJ. Peace.